Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. Episode 25, Managing Your Multiverse. Well, hello, welcome to another exciting installment of Cauldron of Worlds. I'm Chad Corey, and we are in a quarterly release cycle. For those who aren't familiar, it just used to be a monthly podcast, but I get the impression I think it's probably pro- appropriate that we begin winding down the process now uh, of sharing information, and kind of this will be the last season I'll be doing on this topic, at least for the foreseeable future. And that means there'll be this podcast episode today, or what you're listening to today, I should say. And then there'll be two more for this year of 2022. And that'll basically wrap up the entirety of the series as far as as far as I have any input or uh, say on the matter. Um, basically, again, just to kind of reiterate in case you missed the previous episode, I'm looking to not have this become uh, something that basically repeats itself and doesn't have any worthy content or worthwhile information to pass on to people. I, I value your time more than that. I value my time more than that as well. I don't want to waste anyone's time. But I do want to try and keep it relevant and share a few more things that I think might be beneficial for people in as far as building their own world settings. And again, we are continuing to look at more, I guess, different items on this season. Last time, like episode, I mean, excuse me, season one and two, we used to look at the macro to micro approach going from basically the big to the small aspects of world building. But on these episodes that are continuing these third and final season here, we'll be focusing on more random and general topics that I think, like I said, I haven't really discussed in any great level of info sharing in any, any platform yet. And I would like to kind of pass on what I'm experiencing, what I've learned, all that kind of fun stuff to make it more beneficial for you and perhaps learn from my mistakes or what I've learned, and again, make it a more enjoyable and productive experience with world building. That being said, I am also in the process of monthly sharing updates to my Facebook page. It's called World Building Wednesday, basically on the uh, the Wednesday in the middle of the month. That will vary by date, obviously, but the middle Wednesday of the month, I share something exclusively on Facebook, and if you want to find me on there, it's just Creator Chad. And you can go on there and subscribe or just, you know, take a peek at it. And some of the stuff will have echoes of what I've been talking about so far in previous episodes. Some of it is a little bit newer or a little bit more expanded or more focused on what I share in general. So if you still want to get some world building information and, and tidbits or want to share that with other people and pass that on for, you know, mutual benefit, whatever, uh, feel free to check that out. Take advantage of that. I just posted something, well... This week, at the time of this recording, uh, on the Facebook page again at Creator Chad, and you can take advantage of that as well. You also might find what I call the Tips and Tactics section on my Twitter account. I share that the first and third Tuesdays of each month, and some of that stuff—not all of it, but some of it—is based on world building. So you might want to take advantage of that and get some more inside information, totally for free. That might be a benefit to you or other people you could forward it on to in general. Okay, that being said, let's talk about what we're doing today, and that is managing your multiverse. Now, this has kind of become a popular thing in fiction, in, well, I guess in movies in in general, comic books in particular, and I know some of the people that are out there might want to write comic books or things like that. It also is a popular thing or becoming that way more and more in role-playing games. I'm guessing 
video games. I don't have the complete pulse on that, but uh, also I think fiction is kind of picking up some things on that as well. Uh, in particular, the multiverse concept with the Brandon Sanderson novels, his, uh, I forget the name of the, his cosmology, whatever he calls it, I forget at the moment, but there's that element as well. So it is, it is out there in the marketplace. It is something that might be picking up speed or developing various uh, tendrils into various aspects of media and people's interpretation of their own stories. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to explore that and what do you do with that and how do you manage that? It also might be something where, let's say you already have a world built, but you want to build another world and you kind of want to have it share the same, I guess you can say cosmology or reality or something to that effect. Maybe the new world that you're making, the new reality you're making is a mere opposite or just a you know, just a mirror of the uh, previous one you made. Maybe it's something that takes uh, an alternate reality kind of thing based on a previous world that you made and that becomes this new world. Or maybe you just want to have totally unique and standalone worlds, but they all, like I said, share an existence or a common thread with a common multiple multiverse, whatever you want to call it. So they kind of exist in the same reality, but just different aspects of it, if that makes sense. So how do you how do you do that? How do you manage that? How do you make that work? Well, in something like that, again, depending upon what you're looking to do for your particular setting, you have to have a, a sense of a common thread that goes through everything. Particularly if you are going to do something like multiple worlds or planets or, you know, realities within the one greater cohesive whole, there has to be a universal form of concept, I guess you can say, or order or, or design. There has to be something that's a common thread that can keep things consistent throughout the entirety of, you know, no matter what it is, there's always this one constant that keeps everything or more constants that keep everything in place. So having that, I guess you can call it your physics, your reality, you know, your order, you know, whatever you want to call it, there has to be kind of a common framework, a common thread that binds everything together that allows this to happen in the first place. And that might even be grounds to make a whole different world setting just for this multiverse container that you put these different world marbles in, if you want that kind of analogy. So there's, there's a lot of opportunity and uh, potential there to develop and flesh that out as well. But the challenge becomes not duplicating yourself with the multiple Versions. I mean, it's very easy and very simple. I mean, the classic cliche is, you know, like they did it in Star Trek too, whereas, you know, this is the evil reality of Star Trek. And what made them evil? They all had, you know, they had the beard and, the, you know, and they, they were bad. So, I mean, that, that's the classic thing where you change out a character's, you know, character of people's sex or their, you know, their hair color or whatever, their skin tone or whatever, and that instantly becomes the opposite world or a different world than that. Reality. I mean, you see that a lot, especially with comic books and things where you have different versions of, you know, Batman or Superman or whatever the case might be. And, you know, that can work if you want to do that. But it, it, in that case, it's not that hard to, to create a world or to manage a world. You're basically just tweaking something that's already been created in another world. So if you already have a world figured out and then you just want to have this version of this world reality be the exact opposite, let's say, of their their sex. So all the, all the men are female, all the female are male, or maybe you know, they change into animals or something, or just one element or two elements that get changed over into this new reality, but basically it's the same kind of thing. That's not that hard to do. That's pretty easy to do, and you can pretty much use your previous notes, your, your continents, your land masses, and things like that to put it all together and make it work, because it's not, again, not changing a lot of 
a lot of things for the most part. The history, the you know, the storyline should pretty much stay the same, although you can do some variations on that based upon if it's a big uh, change, like for instance, if all the good people are bad and bad people are good, then that would obviously change some of the history and, and alter some things in, in different ways. But again, it would, probably would not be too drastic of an alteration. Again, based upon how big that change is, it's going to be you know varied for each world in the world. But in general, you still get to keep the same continents, the same land masses, the same history, mythology, basic concepts and stuff is just slightly altered or, or changed in some way. So you get the benefit of having your previous work provide you the groundwork to begin building and making new stuff in the new world. So that's probably the easiest way to do a multiverse concept. A more challenging one is to, to basically do something where you have multiple different worlds, but they're totally unique and totally controlled differently within the multiverse setting. Again, I point back to the idea of having multiple realities in uh, a world or concept or cosmos, I guess you can say. This is kind of popular now with a lot of role-playing games, especially Dungeons & Dragons and things, where you don't they don't really call them multiple worlds, I guess, per se, but that's what they are. You have you know, different dimensions. You have the, you know, the, the abyss and the paradise and the different planes and realities and such. So basically, they're, they're different aspects of reality, but they all make a cohesive whole, a whole universe, if you will, of, you know, cosmology. And that allows for the flexibility of having everything kind of be in one reality, but also allows the benefit of having various standalone interactions or realities within that reality. So if you don't ever want to interact with like, you know, planet B, for instance, you can keep everything on planet A and planet A doesn't even have to know about planet B and it's not going to affect them. But if you ever wanted to do something different, you can have planet B and that allows you a different outlet for creativity, exploration, stories, and what have you without having to to totally redesign an entire cosmos. And, you know, this can be fun. This can be an easy way. Maybe if you like... You know, it's it could be as simple as doing a different planet in the same solar system, a different planet in a different solar system, a different galaxy, but in the same universe. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily a, a parallel universe or a multiverse in that kind of sense. It can be just making different planets or different things, like I said, in, in that same reality. So, in that sense, you're just using the common concept you have for the universe you've already established and you can use a lot of the similar backgrounds too let's maybe you know do the gods still exist on these other planets do they are they known by different names are they totally absent there's different gods or forces or maybe there's no gods at all there if you're doing more fantasy things maybe this you know technology stuff plays different factors and things like that so there's a lot of different concepts and fun things you can use to explore something as simple as that um, more challenging aspect, of course, is to do something that is heavily detailed and more more interconnected, shall we say. And in that sense, and again, this is kind of where some of the role-playing things add into elements of that. And you see a little bit of hints at that with some of the comics and such in times past. But I don't think, from my recollection, they really got into a great deal of great deal of interaction and connectivity on that. But what I'm saying is, is you have multiple worlds or planes or realities or things that exist and then they have the means to interact with each other. Now that level of interaction could be 
far and few between. Maybe it has to come like if it's a planet, there's a special alignment that has to happen when they get close in their orbit. If it's a different dimension, maybe it only happens when a certain star is aligned or a wormhole opens up or something that allows transportation between the two. Or maybe there's some other cosmic or magical or certain effects that take place during certain periods of the year or certain times of the the cosmic clock, if we want to call it that, that allow access to that. Or maybe they just fly in spaceships or they use their own magic to travel at will or portals or things like that to get from place to place to place. In a way, this is kind of what I did a little bit with uh, with Trilodron, for those who might not be familiar with this setting, because this I built the cosmology up with the idea of it being a transmedia property. And so that allowed it to have interaction to various extents with other planets, other realms, other realities. Um, so it, it did allow that, and it still does allow that. So I, I have that option as well. So the challenge, of course, for me, in my experience, was you're having to flesh out, figure out, develop every single different reality, every single different planet for the most part that you have in the proximity what you want to do for interaction. And then you have to put into play their history, their, you know, basically do the whole thing we've been talking about in these episodes for each individual reality, world, reality setting, whatever. Uh, so it's a lot of work. And then you have to take into consideration the level of interactivity and how that played a part in that particular setting or world and how that is all interconnected. Maybe, for example, this planet or world or realm, whatever, doesn't have any metal or they can't mine metal. So what would happen to that society or world if they had an introduction to another group that they had access to abundant resources of metal, whether it's bronze or steel or what have you, how would that greatly drastically alter the course of that planet or world or realm? And then you got to take that into consideration, vice versa, for the other people who brought in the metal. And you know, so like I said, there's a lot of different elements that can, can cross-pollinate, develop, change, and things like that. So it's a lot more involved, like I'm trying to say, than you would do initially because there's a whole other level of interactivity and another series of layers that have to be thought out and figured out to some extent before you begin to do anything to uh, you know, produce the story in some way, shape, or form out of that, that world setting. But the benefit with that kind of concept is because you did all the heavy lifting up front with the interactivity and levels and all that kind of stuff, you can see the potential early on for a lot of stories that can come out of that and probably even get a lot of ideas for initial stories you can begin to write from those core elements and ideas. So again, I keep things. I usually keep things generic for those who don't are not aware of the podcast, simply because I don't know where you are on your level, and I can't really speak to every you know facet of world design because again, details vary by individuals. But that's the general concept of managing a multiverse. You can go from something very simple, like I said, where they're they're disconnected and maybe that they share the same universe, but they don't you know they don't know about know about each other, or to maybe a little bit more of an interaction. To an ultimate, they're just very intertwined and they have a lot of going back and forth with each other kind of thing. So there's, again, each one has a benefit to it. Each one has a little bit more required to get it produced and make it work. Uh, But obviously, you're going to see what works best for your particular world setting. I just wanted to share this kind of out there, make you thick in the air, as I used to say, get some ideas generated in there and kind of let you know what you might be in for as far as what concept might work better and what my concept might not work better and kind of let you know, like I said, where we are, what might be 
doable for you for whatever you like to achieve. But again, you can find resources and information about this on, online and libraries and, and other various places. And uh, depending upon what you, what you want to do with it, whether it's, like I said, a role-playing game, a video game, comic book series, graphic novel series, you know, whatever the case might be, you're going to take some different tacks and, and, and tips to it to kind of make it fit that particular format. But that, like I said, what I shared was a general basic idea. And I think without getting too far into the weeds here or trying to risk rambling off on other things that aren't relevant, I'll wrap it up with this particular episode. Thanks so much for taking a listen. I do appreciate that, and thanks for your previous support. If you have any questions, commentary, concerns you wanted to pass on about this episode or about the podcast series in general, please feel free to do so. You can send me an email at cauldron, that's C-A-U-L-D-R-O-N, at chadcorey.com. And I'll do my best to try and maybe address some questions in a future episode or see what else I can do to maybe have some topics you want to cover. So I'll see if I can incorporate those into the remaining two episodes. Otherwise, I look forward to talking to you again in the next two episodes. And again, we are quarterly, so that will be next quarter, quarter three when I come out. I will let you guys know as well, obviously, in the feed if you're subscribed or check the website chadcorey.com and see when it is posted to take advantage of that. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.